What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Biggest Red Friday of the year, no doubt about that. Super Bowl 57, two days away. Can't believe it. Uh, You've got the Chiefs, you've got the Eagles, and I want to go back to Philadelphia. Um, Be joined by a guy who I had the pleasure of working for very early in my radio days when I was at Villanova interning at uh, ESPN Radio there. But John Marks is now the host of the wildly successful afternoon show on WIP Radio. He joins us in Kansas City. John, good morning. Thanks for being here, man. Pete Mundo, probably my my most successful intern that I had in my radio career. (laughs) I don't know how much that's saying, but I'll take the compliment. Thank you, John. I appreciate (laughs) it, man. Um, Let's just start start off with this team, this year, this Eagles uh, kind of mindset right now. How much is this team and this fan base thinking about the Andy Reid connection, or is that just kind of media fodder? Um, Well, I mean, it's there, Pete. I I think if... If the Eagles hadn't won a Super Bowl, and this was the Eagles going for a Super Bowl, and Andy Reid was standing in the way, there would be much more of a negative tone, and I think the focus would be on beating Andy, beating Andy. As it stands, um, Andy's been in Kansas City for 10 seasons. The Eagles have won a Super Bowl. Andy has won a Super Bowl with Kansas City, totally changed, uh, turned the Chiefs around. So, yeah, Andy's there. Uh, I think people look at him kind of with a fondness and a smile now as opposed to man, you didn't win us the Super Bowl, you were a disappointment. So, yeah, there's, there's, there's focus on Andy being with the Chiefs, but it feels like the Super Bowl for both teams has kind of taken away any bite to that. Yeah, it seems like both teams actually have an incredible amount of respect for each other. Was that the vibe that you got being down there in Phoenix and you know, kind of going through all that the last few days? Yeah, I, I mean, Andy drafted a couple of the, the more successful players in Eagles history that's still with the team, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Jason Kelsey. Uh, you can make the argument one of those guys is going to make the Hall of Fame. The other guys may get their numbers retired, or all three might get their numbers retired by the Eagles. But, yeah, there's a healthy dose of respect. Andy is uh, is one of the best coaches of all time in the NFL. And even though now it's kind of weird to think the NFL will most likely remember him as a Chiefs coach more than an Eagles coach, um, we know he was here for a long time, and he really, I mean, Pete, when you look at the organization, you look at where the Eagles are right now, pretty much what Andy came in and what his philosophy was is the Eagles' philosophy still. So even though Andy's been gone for a decade, it still very much looks like a team that he would have built if he was here. Mm-hmm. John Marks, WIP in Philadelphia, is uh, joining us on KCMO. So, John, when you look at Nick Sirianni, um, people in Kansas City may remember that he was on the staff. Uh, Andy came in. Andy got rid of him. Now, he was just a low-level staffer at that time, so it was nothing personal. But I remember Nick Sirianni's horrible first press conference in Philadelphia. It kind of went viral a couple of years back. And now here he is, another young, hotshot head coach in a Super Bowl. What has this guy done so well? What is he so good at that's led him to a Super Bowl so quickly? Yeah, yeah, I I mean, I I can't tell you how many times this week I've spoken about that introductory press conference where he looked scared to death. And our reaction as fans and as media was like, 
what did the Eagles just do? Who did they just hire, right? Like, mm-hmm. he can't handle an introductory press conference. What's he going to do when there's games going on? Um, but one thing he's done a really good job of is um, just managing his job and his game. He doesn't call plays. He's an offensive coordinator. He's an offensive coach. He doesn't call plays. He gave that up last year in the middle of the season. He does a really, really good job of managing the game, managing all aspects of the game, timeouts, time management. Um, it, it's a, it's a, they don't, like, don't get a lot of penalties. So he just does a good job kind of as a CEO-type coach as opposed to somebody that you're, you want him for his offensive philosophy and his play calling and things like that. So, and the guys relate. He's 37 years old. He's on the younger side of being a head coach. The guys play hard for him, and that's something you've seen really in his two years since he's gotten here. At quarterback, uh, Jalen Hurts, I don't know where you were at when this team drafted him in the second round a couple of years ago, but I recall that being controversial as well, supposedly wasting a second-round pick on a guy who has now led this team to a Super Bowl. Uh, Has he exceeded expectations? If so, by how much? And how much do you think folks are maybe uh, whitewashing any tapes from a couple of years ago when he was picked in the second round? Yeah, I, I was anti-pick just because uh, they just had signed Carson Wentz to a $100 million contract, and now they're using a second-round draft pick on a quarterback when they could have used that on a running back or a wide receiver or weapons for Carson Wentz and that offense. As it turns out, Pete, it ended up being a great pick because he has exceeded expectations. I think even coming into the season, he had success last year. He led the Eagles to the playoffs, but – at the same time, there were still a lot of questions whether or not he could be a good enough thrower of the football to really matter, to really be a, a, an above average to an excellent quarterback. And the, the progression he's made from last year to this year and the jump that he's taken has been unbelievable. And if you're looking for, for the, the, the top reason why the Eagles are in the Super Bowl right now, look no further than Jalen Hurts. What's the weakest part of this team? For Chiefs fans that aren't watching the NFC all the time, what's the weakest part of this team that if you said the Chiefs could try to exploit something of the Eagles, what is it? Yeah, I mean, the the one, and I think the reason why the Eagles are favored in the game, it's obviously not because Jalen Hurts is better than Pat Mahomes. It's because the Eagles have a really, really good roster and a really, really good team. But what I would say is that the Eagles' defense is successful. They don't mind giving up yards underneath. They're trying to stop the big play. And I know Kansas City, uh, without Tyree Kill, isn't the same big play, quick strike offense. But um, you can march down the field on them, and you can run on them a little bit. So if I was Andy Reid, I would try to run the ball and short pass the ball. uh, I'd do that, and and I think you you can get yards. You can control the ball. You can have time of possession, and you can score. So that's really, and that's what I expect Andy to do, is to kind of try to attack them five to ten yards of play. Okay. Now, you look at that entire roster, and, you know, you said it. It may be the most complete team in the NFL. Uh, What about you? As someone who covers the Eagles, now getting to know the Chiefs the last several days or so, what is it about this team that just really concerns you the most going into this game? Even though the Eagles are favored, what concerns you? Um. Well, the, the, as far as the Eagles' standpoint, Jalen Hurts had this had this shoulder injury, and it's mm-hmm. going on two months now since the injury actually happened. Uh, but they haven't really played because their games have been weird. The, the, the their NFC Championship game against San Francisco, San Francisco, the Forty ers they didn't have a quarterback; so they were both injured, so they really didn't need to throw the ball. It was kind of like we're up, we're winning, we're not even going to throw the ball because we don't want to take any risks. Against the Giants, that was a lopsided game as well. So really, the passing offense 
hasn't really been used in almost two months because of Jalen Hurts' injury and the fact that he really hasn't played in some of the other circumstances in the game. So the one thing I worry about from an Eagles standpoint is coming out and looking a little bit rusty in the passing game. If the Chiefs say, hey, listen, we're not going to allow you to run the ball, you're going to have to throw the ball, I worry about the Eagles maybe being a little bit stale and trying to get that going early. All right, John. I know uh, I, I know you're obviously, I'm sure, picking the Eagles in this game, but give us a score there from Philadelphia. What are you thinking on Sunday? So I go 27-24, to 24, and it's a matter of do the Eagles have the ball driving the score or do the Chiefs have the ball and the Eagles need to get a stop? Now, I don't want to see Pat Mahomes with the ball being down, even with like five seconds left, because you know this guy, what this guy can do. But I feel like the Eagles have just enough to get a win and they get a close win over Kansas City. And unfortunately, Big Red and your Chiefs go down once again in the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. We'll be watching on Sunday. John Marks, WIP Radio in Philadelphia, does a great show there in the afternoons with Ike Reese. Hey, John, thanks for joining us in Kansas City, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Pete. Appreciate you bet. It. That is. Uh, Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen. John Marks, good to have him on the show. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's What Women Binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. so why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.